4: Hi, Catherine. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? I'm
0: well. How's your new abode? Catherine and Brad moved into a new house, you guys. We did. We bought
4: a house. You guys heard about it here when we had put in an offer on the house. But it's going great. There's so so many projects, but we're really enjoying doing the projects, so.
0: Well, isn't that just a happy yeah. homemaking story? What a success story. <laughs> and you sent me a beautiful picture of the sunset from your house the yes. other night that I was blown away by. Yes.
4: it, it It's gorgeous out there because we're right at the base of the mountains. And so every night the sunset lights them up all orange and salmon. And then we just had this incredible from pinks to oranges to purples. It was just... It was just gorgeous.
0: Well, that's great. And I mean, yeah. there's also a red blood moon coming tonight. Yes. We are recording this on Tuesday, November 8th, which is Election Day, to air on Thursday, November 10th, where we will know the results unless there are 50,000 lawsuits still <laughs> happening at that time, which is a possibility. Yes. But there's a blood red moon.
4: Hopefully it's not like a portent of doom. It is. It is. <laughs>
0: After I spoke to that astrologist Jade Luna, who's on Instagram at as Jade Saluna, I did my annual uh, forecast with him. Actually, last night when I got back, I did. uh, I had some shows this weekend, and uh, I did another reading with him. And he was explaining to me how all the planets, whether they're in your sign or not, can dictate. What's happening? You yeah, know? and I'm, and I believe that. And he said, if Donald Trump is able to run in 2024, Jupiter is through his sign, is moving through his sign mm-hmm. that year, which is almost unstoppable. Which means he will have so mm-hmm. much good career fortune that he will be unbeatable if he runs in 2024. So hopefully he'll be arrested or put down before then. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, I um have some shows coming up this weekend. Rockford, Amazing. Illinois. My I,
4: sister-in-law's going to oh, that with friends. Oh, she is? Oh, fun. Her friend
0: Julie, who loves this podcast. Friday, November 11th, I'm in Rockford, Illinois. Saturday night, I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then Sunday night, I am in Rosemont, Illinois. Amazing. And then Thursday, the following Thursday, I have two shows in Tampa, Florida at the Hard Rock Casino. So, What else was I going to say? Oh, yes. I got very intoxicated this weekend, (laughs) and it was really hard to shake it.
4: Where were you partying? Uh, Tucson, uh, surprisingly. Oh. Yes.
0: We unexpectedly went out after the Tucson show. We all got very... Actually, no. I think I was the one who got the most intoxicated. (laughs) And then we... Got up. I went to the gym in the morning because I like to do the gym no matter what happens. But I quickly turned around and -hmm. realized that I had no (laughs) business being inside the gym because I just did not feel right.
4: Right. Some people can like they swear by sweating out your hangover. That was my intention. Man, I can't do it. No, I did about
0: 15 minutes of an abs class and then I gave up.
4: Yeah. My exercise with a hangover is like going to the bathroom and throwing up and then going back to bed. That's all I can do. Yeah. So, uh,
0: so anyway, I finally recovered, but it took a minute. Good. Yeah, we went to a lot of Republican areas this weekend. Colorado Springs and Tucson and they were both awesome shows. So, right. it's just nice to have my people everywhere I go.
4: Yeah. I mean, Phoenix and Tucson, like those areas, they're such like fun foodie towns actually, and they've got cute places to go out. It's kind of lovely. Actually. Well, the
0: airport in Tucson is a little bit like a correctional facility. <laughs> there's no one there. And yeah. the people who are working there look like armed guards and are like, and there's, <laughs> there, there may as well be cages in the airport because that's how it feels. My security guy was like, so you stay in the car while we check you into the flight. And I was like, okay. And usually that's like right. five or 10 minutes. And then it was 30 minutes. I texted my assistant. I was like, hey, what's up? And she's like, you do not want to see what's going on in oh here. She's God. like, there's a woman, there's one woman working the ticket counter for the entire airline, and she's never, never she's done never this done before. <laughs> clearly. I was like, oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. Thank God want to you have to wait in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> what else could I possibly do? Uh, um, I just read a good book. If anyone's looking for a good ooh, book, I called am. Signal Fires. Danny Shapiro this just come out yeah. or is this okay? Yeah. I just finished that over the weekend and then I gave it right away to a friend whose birthday it was. Yeah, that was a really good book. So What's I'm glad it to read that. It's about life. It's about all these different characters living on the street and like different times in their lives, and it just kind of connects everybody, and it's a lot about the stars and the galaxy and how everybody's connected and how you know life is like how time is a continuum. And cool. it's cool. It was like cool. I was open to that. You know, yeah. I'm much more open to all of that stuff now. So when I read it, I like it I feel like they're speaking to me.
4: Yeah, it's it's fun. We've got actually some very fun sort of woo woo guests coming coming up. up. Oh yeah, yes. we do.
0: We've booked a lot of fun guests like that. Yeah, I think
4: recently sort of found out that a lot of listeners to the show are into that stuff, which we are too. So it works out. Oh uh,
0: yeah, we have Laurel Lynn Jackson coming on the show, mm-hmm. who's one of my favorites. Yes, and then who, Tyler Henry, the medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna book him.
4: I do have to say I'm a little bit of a skeptic of his stuff in particular because I'm like, can't you Google that? But I don't know. Everybody gets really blown away.
0: Well, maybe we can just have callers call in and Mm -hmm. then he has no prior knowledge of them.
4: I love that idea. Because he can't
0: do me or you because that's easily researchable. Right. Mm -hmm.
4: Okay. Mm -hmm. I like this. I kind of want him to prove himself to me. I want to believe. I want to believe.
0: Yeah, I want to believe too. Yeah. I like to believe in that stuff because it just makes everything more tolerable. And it's more fun. Especially when people die. It's like there's nothing comforting you could say to anybody once somebody's dead except for the fact that they're not really gone and that they're yeah. always around you and nobody's energy will ever really die. I, f-
4: I fully believe that, but it's also like proven by quantum physics, I'm pretty sure, you well, know? Yes,
0: it is. Whatever yeah. that is. Where Where <laughs> did your other uh, thermos go? Your one that you oh, haven't been able to let go since Majorca.
4: I have to tell you, I... Lost it? I went to Disneyland.
0: Oh God! Well, that was the weekend. first fucking mistake, Catherine. With your hard-boiled eggs, did you take your hard-boiled eggs to Disneyland? Uh,
4: I didn't, but I did have a smoothie in the car. <laughs> but listen, I was like, they're going to have Christmas stuff up. I'm not into it yet. Halloween just happened. I went ham on all of the Christmas merch. I currently have a Mickey tumbler for my coffee. He is dressed in a Santa hat. Oh, I just
0: I bought it all. Catherine I it all. and I couldn't be more different. <laughs> Did Brad take you to
4: Disneyland? No, I go with one of my girlfriends. We do a podcast called Driving to
0: Disneyland. Okay. (laughs) Brad, are you there? Are you on board with this or what? Brad? (laughs) Men aren't allowed to talk on this podcast.
4: (laughs) We've muted him. Yeah, never mind. Well, we do have a man. We have a
0: straight man, you guys, as our guest today on the podcast. (gasps) We do. Is that the first time? No. Mike Brabiglia. We've had some straight men. Yeah. Justin Uh, Long. Oh yeah, Justin! I love him. I ran into him and uh, his girlfriend, at oh, nice. Kate Bosworth, at the airport. They're so cute. I love That's watching great. people and lo- young love. Yeah, you know, yeah. Infectious. They seem so happy. I know. Yeah, everyone's happy in the beginning. Okay, oh yeah, our guest today, you're gonna love him. Well, you know him, because he's a—he's one hot mess, and I respect <laughs> it. Our next guest has the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. He's on tour doing live shows. All tickets and dates are at michaelrapaportcomedy.com. That's R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T. Uh, please welcome the very disruptive Michael Rappaport. Hi, Michael. Yo. Hello. What's up, homeskillet? How are you? Better now that Adidas dropped Kanye. You look dashing as always, Michael.
5: <laughs>
0: this is my co uh, host, Catherine. Hi. How
5: are you doing, Catherine? I'm
0: good. I'm good. Michael, tell me the morning that we're recording this is the morning I woke up and saw that Adidas finally dropped Kanye West. What do you think took Adidas two and a half weeks to drop Kanye West?
5: I mean, as far as Adidas dropping Kanye West, I'm sure his business. You know, I'm sure it's business. I'm sure he's deep in that company.
0: Yeah, because him calling them out and saying there's no way that they can fire me, there's no way they can fire me almost led me to believe that he had some stipulation in his contract that like allowed for either freedom of speech or something about, you know, being able to voice his opinions or something because he was so confident. I mean, not that anything he says is that reliable since he's clearly off of his meds, but I was like, does he have something going with Adidas where they're not allowed to fire him for being racist and anti-Semitic?
5: It seemed like that. That's That seems like why it took so long to me. But, you know, as far as Adidas and all these places, severing ties with him, and because I've been thinking a lot about it and talking a lot about it. The whole thing is he didn't invent anti-Semitism. But, but what he did do in the last two weeks with talking on these platforms and these platforms continuing to let him speak, even down to this Lex Friedman fucking guy who put him on a two-and-a-half-hour podcast just last night, which I listened to, and he's Jewish, and he allegedly uh, has family members that were killed in the Holocaust. And to sit there and you know be belittled and try to sort of massage this guy off his points, and you know, and then the, the, those people at the four hundred five freeway—that's the ramifications of him talking that way. It's the same thing with Trump. When you sort of embolden these people, and you the thing about Trump that's smarter than Kanye West is that Trump is the the king. He has the art of implication, implicative speaking down to a T. He 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 does it better than anyone I've ever heard. He'll say everything without saying it. That's why he's never in trouble because he'll skirt around it. Kanye's just fucking saying all the shit and it's like it's to the point where Trump even said this guy's fucking nuts. And he needs help. And, you know, if if Trump is saying this guy's nuts and you need help, you're you're in bad shape. But but, I mean, just the whole thing is it's not good, you know, and you have to do soul searching because if you won't accept the anti-Jewish talk, then you have to really be down not to accept it across the board. It can't be you pick and choose the people that you're going to stand by and defend or stand up for. I don't know. It's been an interesting time because you never would have thought Kanye West would have been sort of the spokesperson for anti-Semitism 2022. It's just a sort of a far far out thing. It's going to be one of those things when you look back at the year 2022, this will be like a highlighted part. 20 years to be like, oh, shit. Remember when Kanye West was saying the wildest shit that I've ever heard about Jewish people publicly from a, a successful person? Like he's saying everything. But, you know, then you think like, will he be back? Will he? Is there coming back from him? Because Mel Gibson is is. I don't think Mel Gibson ever publicly apologized. I don't know if he did. I think he wrote wrote a statement, but I don't know for sure if he ever publicly apologized for his stuff. And you know, I'm sure his excuse would be he was on drugs or he was drinking, and 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 you know, Kanye would probably say this. He was in a mental breakdown and blah 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 blah. And and whether you accept those apologies is up to each individual, I guess. So,
0: what was the podcast, the Friedman podcast? What what kind of conversation? I mean, how did that go?
5: Well, the the Friedman podcast. He's a engineer. He's one of these smart guys. He's got a popular podcast. You know, he's one of these sort of Joe Rogan has had him on. He's one of these guys, and they're friends. And he's Jewish, and he was trying to sort of explain to him why he was doing a, a fair job, and he was attempting to articulate why saying the Jewish media. And why saying these broad stroke statements are are not right? They're not good. They're not acceptable. Why don't you just name names? You'd get more done if you just say, Jim, Alex, Frank, and Tommy are these people from these companies have fucked me over. And this manager has fucked me over. Like, instead of making these broad sweeping strokes. And he was trying to do that. The thing that frustrated me is that, it was going nowhere to the point where he convinced him you shouldn't say Jewish media. And then Kanye West was like, okay, I'll just say JM. And that's where you go suck my dick. The interview's over. Get the fuck off my show. As far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, because we're, you're, we're handling this guy with kick gloves because he makes good songs and he makes good sneakers. And inevitably you should just be told, just like everybody else to suck my dick interviews over. That's it. That's how he needs to be treated. But because he's famous, I think people are like tiptoeing around it. This guy seemed like he was tiptoeing around it.
0: Yeah, I mean, even to give him a platform at this point just seems stupid. Like, it's not like he's going to be convinced. You're not dealing with a rational person. You're dealing right. with like a terrorist. You know what I mean?
5: And if it's a, if that's your friend, take him to dinner. If, 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 you, yeah. if you care about him, take him to dinner and don't film me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like if you want to explain to him your point of view, and that really is your friend, go have a private dinner somewhere. Take him to get a lobotomy. Do something.
4: You just can't rationalize with someone who's in their mental illness, choosing to not get treatment, totally not rational and having a manic episode.
5: But we don't know. You know, this idea of in their mental illness, having a manic episode, I haven't seen his paperwork. Have you? I haven't seen his diagnosis. Of course. He's
4: said he has bipolar disorder, but
5: we don't really know. It's not an excuse. It's it's when I'm. Not on my Lexapro. When, I, when, when I'm not hopped up on my 20 milligrams of my Lexapro. I,
0: I was just about to ask what kind of medication you're on.
5: I'm just on 20 MGs of a little Lexapro. That's all I'm <laughs> on. It's a little mood stabilizer. It just keeps me, you know, keeps me right in the pocket. St-
0: steady. <laughs> yeah. I had to learn what that me- that phrase meant, in, keep you in the pocket. Somebody said that. They were like, oh, you were so in the pocket. I go, what does that mean? I didn't even know what that phrase was. You did it? No. I don't know how I missed that one. It's a pretty big one.
5: Is it a music? It's a music. Well, I think it's from a music thing, but you you say it probably as a, would somebody say it to you in regard to a performance yeah, you're doing? Yeah, yeah. it means like, yeah, you're in the pocket. The sweet spot. <clears throat>
0: you're in the sweet, oh, okay, copy that.
5: You're in the flow.
0: Michael, tell me about what you think your best qualities are.
5: What I think my best qualities are? Yeah. I think that probably one of my best qualities is I have a dog-like instinct to sniff out bullshit. I think I'm generous. I think that I am what, babe? Awesome. My wife is over here telling me. You are. You're
3: person
5: Yeah, for better or for worse, I I think I'm authentic. I think, generally speaking, I think I'm, I'm authentic.
0: Wait, can you bring your wife over? I want to say hi.
5: Babe, they want to say hi to you on the podcast.
0: Come say hi.
5: Hold on.
0: Hey, hi, how are you?
6: Hi. Hi Chelsea, I was sitting front row when you did Busy's podcast, and I just wanted to be like, I fucking love you. Not
5: her podcast, her show. I mean,
6: her show that Busy Tonight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I say when I said he's authentic, I didn't mean in that newfangled hippy dippy like. I'm authentic. I mean, truly, he is one of the most. What you see is really what you get, for, and and truly for better
5: or for worse. For better or for worse, for real for real. She <laughs> she can tell you that the, the he
6: is not cha- We I've known him for thirty years. He is not. There's no phony baloney bullshit. He does not. He gives zero fucks. He is who he is. He doesn't change. He's he is totally generous. He is authentic, and and you know what? Lexapro is not a mood stabilizer. It's an antidepressant. <laughs> is it an antidepressant? <laughs> Ooh, bye,
0: guys.
5: Uh, bye. Thanks. <laughs> Isn't thanks. that what I'm on? Is
0: it, is it antidepressant? I, I,
5: That's how she deals with you only...
0: every day. She's like, listen, <laughs> yeah, this is what actually happens. Things she
5: has to deal with every day. I know.
0: It's, I can't even imagine. She must be cool as fuck.
5: Yeah, she she's cool and patient, and, and and you know we we have known each other for such a long time, so there is a a good, um, understanding of each other. And we've grown, we've grown to eat with each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've been, have you been dating for 30 years or you've just known each other for 30 years?
5: No, 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 no. Well, we dated shit. Hell no. We dated when we were young. We met when we were young, 21 years old and we dated for about four or five years. And then we went our separate ways. And then I wound up getting married. I had two kids, got divorced and then 12 years ago, we, we got back together again. And we got married five years ago, I think.
0: Oh, wow. That's a love story. Yeah. It's, yeah,
5: it's a good love story. It's a good love story. We, I mean, you know, we know each other very well.
0: Yeah, yeah. She must bring out the best in you. Do you think that's true?
5: She definitely brings out the best in me. She pushes me to be the best I can be. I hope, Hopefully, I pushed her, her to be the best I could be. You know, she's a good, you know, I, I need boundaries. So she's good at keeping boundaries but also letting me be myself and i think i do the same thing for her you know i think we support each other and and are, are, are patient with each other and continue to get to know each other you know sometimes i say that to her and she's like what do you mean i say like our relationship is continue to evolve i think once you if you stop evolving in a relationship whether it's a boy girl romantic relationship or boy boy or girl, girl, romantic, I don't want to get fucking canceled here. Any sort of romantic relationship, or even just a relationship with, you know, with your parents or relationship with friends, relationships need to evolve. They need to evolve. And when, when they don't, I think you could get into a slippery slope.
0: Yeah, well, that's a very important thing for men to understand, actually. You know, there is an evolution. And also, it's important to grow as a person, to not remain fixed in your line of thinking or your opinions or your viewpoints, because every phase of our lives or personality traits, it's not a state of being, it's a state of mind. And your states of mind can change over time. And when you learn new things. I agree. Yeah. And I find that to be a a very recurring theme with a lot of guys. I guess guys are different now, you know, there's and definitely younger guys are more open to understanding that things are not fixed. Like, you don't have just a personality trait and like, that's just the way I am.
1: You know, there should
0: be a desire to grow and move. I agree. And improve, you know. If you're a jealous person, you should know that that's not, you don't have to be that way. You don't have to live your life like that way. If if you have no self-esteem or if you're insecure, that's also a state of mind, not a state of being.
5: I agree, and for me, age, you know, I'm 52 now. Relationships, not just romantic, whether it be business, whether it be on set relationships or personal relationships or even relationships with my family, athletes talk about the game slowing down and that's when they get to get into the pocket easier where the game slows down. For me, relationships in life have slowed down a little bit so I could see things better and not just react because I'm a very reactive person, as you could imagine.
0: Yeah, I used to be really reactive as well. And then I went to therapy and realized I don't have to live like that. And it's so it's a load off my shoulders cuz it's like oh I don't need to react to everything.
5: I agree. I agree.
0: And there's a real power in feeling when you don't react, you know? There's a real power to it, to going, okay, I didn't react to that, or not inserting yourself where it's unnecessary. It's a great hub to have gotten past. And anytime I am reactive, I catch myself. I'm like, wait a second, you're not even thinking about what you're saying right now. Do you want to say it? I'm like, oh, no, no, no. So just the awareness <laughs> of it is even, you know, like it's a whole thing of like a new way of thinking. So I appreciate that a lot. All right. So we you take callers, people call in for advice. So then you, you have to oh, tell shit. them what Yeah, and you're going to give them (laughs) Are they live callers? Some of them are. Some are letters and some are live on Zoom. So get ready.
5: All right. I'm ready.
0: Okay, we're going to (laughs) take a quick break. And then, Michael, I need you to put your pants back on. Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to Books.com and use promo code Chelsea, C H E L S E A, for 25% off. That's B O U Q S.com, promo code Chelsea.
2: Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence.
0: Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com. Me!
6: Focus
1: Features presents Back to Black.
3: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
1: Experience the music and her story.
3: Know this. I ain't no spice girl.
1: Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen.
3: I want to be remembered. It's
1: just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
0: Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine. But sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like. Adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. And we're back. Great.
5: Oh, because I actually don't have on pants. I know.
0: I know. I didn't expect for you to. And actually, did you request that he didn't wear pants? I did. I did. Okay, We want to bring this look back for men. Okay. (laughs) It's such a flattering look, a sweater with no pants on.
5: I I, I was like, how the fuck does she know I don't have pants on?
4: (laughs) You started sitting, you kept sitting. I do have to say, I was excited for you to come on the show, Michael, because when I was talking to Chelsea about like various people that we might have upcoming and your folks had reached out to us and said, you know, how about Michael Rappaport? And Chelsea just started laughing and then (laughs) continued laughing for like 45 seconds. (laughs) I was like, I think that's a yes.
5: I love you. It's funny because I never met you, Chelsea. I've never met you in person. Oh, really? Nope.
0: That's so funny because I was going to say the same thing, but anytime I say that, everyone's like, "We met three times," so I don't say <laughs> that anymore. Or they'll be like, "I was on your show." Uh, no, no, I-, I didn't realize that we hadn't met. It feels like we have never.
5: Like I've never, I've never seen you in real life. Like I've never seen you perform. Oh, that's weird.
0: You guys got to fix it. I know. Yeah, well, we'll run into each other at some point. I'm sure. <laughs> For sure.
4: Well, our first question is an email, and this comes from L. Hi, Chelsea. I'm a woman in my early 40s, and unfortunately, I'm sleeping with a Republican. We've been seeing one another for about four plus years. I know we don't usually do a lot of political questions, but I felt like, you know, this is kind of a good one. We've been seeing each other for four plus years and love one another. The sex is ridiculously amazing. He's my favorite person and we get along great as long as we don't discuss any sort of social or political issues. We're both divorced and have children. So we have zero rush to live together or build a serious future right now since our priorities are our children. I love him, but lately our differences are becoming increasingly apparent and I'm irritated and angry. He's a cop and former Marine. I'm a doctor who works primarily with kids and teens, many of them being transgender or LGBTQ. I've seen firsthand the effects discrimination and marginalization can have on people and how traumatizing it can be, and I care deeply about how others are treated and their emotional well-being. My partner mocks pronoun usage and frankly seems transphobic and homophobic. I'm pretty passionate about equality and give as much as I can to support causes I believe in that make a difference whether through volunteer, work, or donations. I'm from an affluent family. I'm educated and relatively well off, yet I don't mind having to pay my share in taxes if it means bettering the lives of others who have less. He had a very different upbringing than I did and has had to work hard to be in the financial position he's in now. He makes 200K a year or so, so he's not exactly underpaid. He gets upset every time a law is passed that provides more social or financial support to others. I won't get into our differences with vaccines and mask use, but I'm pretty sure you can guess where each of us stands on those issues. I was previously able to ignore our differences and just not discuss them. But as someone who has only become increasingly passionate about social justice issues and politics, it's now impossible to bite my tongue. What's more, his social media is a ton of let's-go-Brandon, anti-vaxxer, yay-guns stuff that I find disgusting and immature. He's made all of his accounts private because I got upset over his content and reposting of some very discriminatory posts and tweets. I've overheard him use terms like stupid vaxxers and libtards to describe people who are, well, just like me. It feels like he has zero respect for the work I do with LGBTQ youth, anyone who isn't a white male, and sadly, me. I'm angry, I'm hurt, but worse, I'm conflicted about staying in this relationship. I know I can't change his views, but I think we may be too different and have too many conflicting values for this to work. Our chemistry and sex life are out of this world hot, but I'm wondering if maybe that's all there is and we're just too different to stay together much longer. I should add, he isn't bothered by any of this. Any advice on how to handle having someone in my life whose worldviews are so contrary to my own, or is this a lost cause? L.
0: I mean, it sounds like it's a lost cause, quite frankly, because he's so aggressive. I mean, it's one thing to be a Republican, but it's another thing to actively be against trans children or be homophobic or throwing around phrases like let's go, Brandon and Libtar doesn't invoke any sort of healthy state of mind in my opinion and yeah sex is great but guess what you can fuck a bunch of other people and have great sex also like who gives a shit if the sex is great that is not enough of a reason to stay in a relationship if it was just like a fly by night I would say sure yeah keep having sex with him but clearly you're getting aggravated and the value system is on opposing ends of the spectrum so there's no point in continuing that because you're just going to enervate yourself by even being in the same relationship with him and and, and, yeah, blocking, I mean, not being able to follow him on social media because his posts are so upsetting, like, that's kind of a deal breaker. I mean, it is a value. It's a value issue. Your values are different than his. Michael, what do you think?
5: I agree. I mean, at, at first I was, you know, at the beginning of the letter, I was going to be like, yeah, you know. Me but too. then it just seemed to just, so I, I I agree with what everything you're saying. When you're fun, you fuck the sex, whatever. What do you, I mean, what do you, like, there's plenty of people you could have good sex with. So you got to shut down. What's this lady's name? L. We just L. have an initial. L. You got to shut it down. Okay, shut it down now. Unless it was just like a a, a light thing, but it sounds like it's not a light thing because that'd be so, kind of kinky. Like, oh, you you know, while you're having sex with him, he's like you dumb fucking libtard. Let's go, Brandon. And that could be like a kinky kind of sexual thing, but it this seems like a more interpersonal relationship. So I feel like the, the relationship you you need to shut it down. You guys are adults. So you need to shut it down.
0: Also, you know, I would love to say, sure, you could date somebody who's a Republican. I would like that to be true. But in this stage that we're in, it's pretty being a Republican represents restricting women's rights. It represents restricting gay rights, trans rights, any marginalized group. Like, it stands for a lot more than it used to in terms of oppression and, and contraction of human rights. So, it's not really feasible. I mean, everything is so divisive. I wish it weren't this way, but it is. And like, unfortunately, you're living in a time where Republicans do represent all of those things. If you're voting for a Republican candidate, especially because of your like, what's coming out of your pocketbook, I mean, that's just the lamest excuse ever for voting for anybody. At the cost of everyone else's rights, the world is never going to be white again, okay? So just (laughs) fucking shut up about it already. It's never going to be like that. There's too much of a population of people who are brown and black, and that is going to be the majority, which is what scares the fuck out of Republicans. But it's like just... Be loving. Don't you want to live in a loving, nice place where people are friendly and not screaming at each other and yelling about guns? Fuck off. So, yeah, leave him. Okay,
4: I agree. It's one thing to have different political beliefs than someone. Absolutely, it's a different thing to have a varying degree of value on human life. And this yeah, guy, this seems
5: too extreme. This yeah. is not even political. This is like values and yeah. And he's blocking you on social media because he's posting wild shit. That's crazy. These are how old is how old is L? How, uh, how old is
4: Mid forties. Yeah, come on, L. Yeah, and especially there are kids involved. If you do want a long term relationship with this guy, you are eventually going to have him around your kids. So, like, is that someone you want instilling their values in your kids? Probably not.
0: No, definitely not. And you know what? Having sex with somebody who values women's rights is going to be a lot hotter than having sex with oh, this yeah. guy. Yep. All right, Al, solved. You'll be able to tell by the way he touches your hair. <laughs> Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S.com promo code CHELSEA.
2: Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence—
0: Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com.
3: Me! Focus
1: Features presents Back to Black.
3: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
1: Experience the music and her story.
3: Know this. I ain't no spy skill.
1: Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen.
3: I want to be remembered
1: just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
0: Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like. Adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st.
4: Well, our next question is a caller. This is Jackie. Dear Chelsea, I'm in love with two different men. And what's worse is they're both in love with
0: me. Oh, I like this story.
4: Yeah. Eventually, I have to break someone's heart, and I can't imagine doing that to anyone. These men are both polar opposites of each other. I relate to them in different areas of life. The chemical connection is insane with each guy. Both of them tell me they're so in love with me and that I'm the love of their lives, and I truly believe both of them. It's incredible and yet incredibly painful at the same time. I just
0: want you to know while we're reading this, Michael is licking his lips.
5: <laughs> well, that's because they're dry. Who, who? Somebody just popped up on my, my yeah, screen. Yeah, that's
0: the caller. We're, She's going to be on. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. We'll finish oh, her letter.
5: Way okay, 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 we'll okay. to put two and two together, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I, got, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, Chelsea. Obviously. She <laughs>
4: says, I don't know how to choose. One guy is my boyfriend of two years, and the other is my ex-boyfriend that has come back into my life. My current boyfriend has been very difficult lately, and my ex-boyfriend has really done the work to figure himself out. The sex is also amazing with both, but a little better with my current boyfriend, and that area of the relationship is very important to me. I need someone who's not afraid to tell me like it is. Help, Jackie. And I should clarify, she's not sleeping with both of them currently. She just remembers the ex from before right jackie
5: yes okay
0: hi jackie
4: sure- hi
5: jackie you sure you're not sleeping with them both currently now?
0: <laughs> not currently okay so you're still in love with your ex-boyfriend and you're in love with your new boyfriend and you're only sleeping with your new boyfriend Yes. Okay. Okay. I was hoping that you were sleeping with both of them at the same time just because I love drama. You know what I mean? I mean,
6: yeah, that would be nice, but no, that's not my thing. Okay. Well, that's
0: nice of you not to do that because that's, yeah, cheating isn't nice. Yeah,
6: that's what I thought.
0: (laughs) So how long were you with your ex-boyfriend? Not that long, like six months. And
6: then you guys broke up because why? Well... I was divorced for about a a year when I met him, and he was my first boyfriend since a divorce, and so I was kind of crazy, (laughs) and so he ended it.
0: Uh Uh-huh, and so when you say he came back now that he's done the work, what does that mean?
6: Oh, he went to therapy. He did a lot of work on himself. He's very, like, emotionally available and everything like that, so yeah.
5: The ex-boyfriend is? Yes. How do you know that now because you're in a relationship with the new boyfriend? Like he might be presenting himself that way, but you can only really tell from being in the trenches with somebody.
6: Yeah, I understand that. But I've known him for a long time and I know his family, like they all surround me in this neighborhood that I live in. So I'm surrounded by his entire family. So they are like well known to me.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So how long have you guys been broken up?
6: Three years.
0: And how long have you been with the new guy? Two and a half. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> a- and so your ex boyfriend is actively trying to get you back. Yes. Huh.
6: Interesting. Yeah, that is yeah, juicy. One hundred percent. They both tell me the same thing, like all the time. And does your current boyfriend know that your ex boyfriend is trying to get you back? Hell no. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. This is juicy.
6: It is crazy. I feel like it's a very embarrassing problem. Why? Because it sounds like a soap opera and that is so not my life. <laughs> yeah, but some people well, have
0: some people have this stuff going on. And that's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's cute. You have two guys
6: that love you and yeah. you have to choose. That's a hor it's horrible. It's agony.
4: Oh. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you're in love with both of them?
6: Yes, absolutely.
4: And
5: You're, no, you're having part. an emotional affair with your ex boyfriend while you're with your boyfriend.
4: Sort of. Yes. So are you going out and, like, seeing the ex? Have you guys been in contact in person, and letters? Like, what's the vibe there?
6: Well, it's crazy because he has a ton of siblings and they all have children. And so we see each other at, like, sports games and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And, like, we, you know, we do. We see each other. So it's kind of... Is there
5: lingering hugs and shit like that?
6: No, nothing like that. But he's just more emotionally available than, like, my current boyfriend. So, like, the lacking in my current boyfriend is not helping anything
5: (laughs) the grass is always greener on the other side
6: absolutely and that's I'm very self-aware like I'm not gonna go move to an ex-boyfriend just because of the lacking in my current boyfriend that's not gonna happen
0: so what do you like about your current boyfriend tell us all the good things about him
6: I mean, he's pretty amazing a lot. They're, they're polar opposites. My current boyfriend is like type A. He played r- rugby in college. He's a business guy. He's very like active. He did half Ironmans, like all that type of stuff. And he's very, very fun. We have the best time together doing absolutely nothing, which is the best. But my ex-boyfriend was, we had fun doing nothing as well. He's just more relaxed, easygoing, things like that. So
0: I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards your ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I like a like I like a like a, a story like that, like when you break up and then the person goes and takes care of their shit and then they come back. Like I find that to be very romantic. But I can't really decide for you who you like more. I mean, that is a tough situation to be in. You have to sit and like literally meditate on it and close your eyes and figure out what the
6: feeling that comes to you is. Yeah. Well, right. And not only that, but I'm very aware that it could be no one. I could end up with yeah. neither of them. Like none of them could work out. So I don't know. It's very hard to tell, like, what outweighs what. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So what are the conversations around him pursuing you while you're in a relationship? Are you allowing that to keep going? Or did you say, hey, like, this is disrespectful to a degree? Because if your current boyfriend found that out, he'd be fucking pissed.
6: Oh, yeah. If he was doing that to me, I'd be fucking pissed. So, yeah, I completely understand when I put that in perspective. But um, I hate to hurt anyone's feelings. And that's the biggest problem I have. Whatever I choose, someone is gonna be heartbroken and I don't wanna do that to either of them. Yeah,
0: but if your ex-boyfriend is heartbroken, like that's not your responsibility, his heartbreak, right? You're not with him, so and you guys have been broken up for a period of time and you're in another relationship.
6: Yeah, and he broke up with me first, so that's his fault. Right.
4: Yeah. What are some of the you said there's some complications Mm -hmm. with your current boyfriend? What what's going on there?
6: The time limit that we have together is not enough for me. We've been together for two and a half years. So, I mean, I would like to move in together soon. He says that we will. I know he wants to get married but it's just not moving quick enough for me. And we live a half hour apart and he doesn't really come here that often. I usually go there a lot. So that's a problem. Just the availability.
0: Okay, well, wait, you just said something that leads me to believe that you saying you, you want to move in with him. Mm -hmm. And the only reason you're hesitant about that is, or he seems to be putting it off for whatever reason or not doing it in your timeline. But that is, that implies that you want to be with him, that you want to spend the rest of your life with him if you want to move in with him. So I feel like the other guy's irrelevant in that situation. If those circumstances change, right?
6: Well, I just feel like, you know, if my current boyfriend wanted to be with me really bad he would show me the effort and like moving forward and that's not happening so it's like if you wanted to be with me I would know you know what I mean can you
4: ask him for like a more
6: (laughs) concrete timeline I have we've had like a zillion conversations about it until I'm blue in the face and I'm kind of like over it by now
0: what is his response what does he say
6: Oh, he just says, like, yeah, I do want to live with you. I do want to get married. And I believe him. He does. It's just to get him to move, (laughs) like, in any sort of way, any sort of action. He is not a planner by any means. So for him to do anything is, like, pulling teeth.
0: Well, you could kill two birds with one stone. You could just break up with your current boyfriend and get back together with your ex. And I bet you the current boyfriend will be ready to move in. (laughs) I'm not joking.
6: 100%, that would be the case. If I broke up with my boyfriend today, he would text me in or call me in like a month or two and crying or something. Like that's the way it works.
0: Yeah, always, always. Michael, what are your thoughts on having two pending relationships—one relationship and one ex-lover?
5: It it just seems confusing, and I think that essentially, Jackie, I think you are having an emotional affair with your ex-boyfriend, and you know that your current boyfriend wouldn't. Like that, you might have to kick both these dudes to the curb. You might have to start from scratch because th- neither one of them might not be the guy for you for a long term thing.
6: Well, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like they're lacking, they pick up what each other lacks. They both, yeah, may not work out. That's a real reality.
0: Or you could just be honest with your real current boyfriend and tell him that you're having an emotional affair with your ex boyfriend because of what's lacking in your relationship today.
6: Yeah, you got options
0: because if he breaks up with you, you could just go back with that other guy.
6: I'll just make him make the decision for me. Well, yeah. I
0: mean, why not just be honest about it? I mean, that is the best form of communication is like laying it out there. And that way you don't have anything to feel guilty about. Be like, listen, this is lacking. I'm a little bit bummed about how slowly this is moving and I want to be living together. You don't want this. So I've started talking to my ex-boyfriend and guess what? He's really in love with me. And I feel like I get something from him that I'm not getting from this relationship. This is worth discussing if we're going to move forward or not, you know?
6: Yeah. And I I haven't told him about my ex-boyfriend, but I have kind of like shut things down with him a little bit. Like we're not completely broken up or anything, but I'm saying like, I can't wait one more day for him to make a move on anything. So we're kind of, we're not not together, but we're not together either. I know that's messy, but like that's no. kind of the situation we're in right now. Yeah. It
0: sounds like, yeah, you're in a messy part of your life a little bit, which is fine, yeah, it's kind of know, fun. because then, you know, around the corner is like normal adulthood or healthy, healthier circumstances. Well, then great. You have the opportunity. You guys are separated, sort of like go and just tell him this now. Like, OK, if you want to do something, this is the time frame I need it to happen. Otherwise, I may start dating my ex-boyfriend.
4: Uh, <laughs> I think if you do, like, actually break up with the current boyfriendish situation, you have to bang the ex. Like, you have to. <laughs> Even if you don't date him, just, like, at least once.
6: Oh, yeah, for sure. Excellent. Oh. I've wanted to be like a ho-girl ho summer forever, and I've never <laughs> got to because I'm always in a relationship. So maybe I'll just dump both of them, and by summer, I can go out with anyone I want. Yeah, <laughs> I love Cause that Because
0: it's for fall, you. so that's a long lead until summer, yeah. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, but I have to get in shape, too, so that's, that gives me a good amount of <laughs> Just take
0: some Ozempic. You'll be yeah. fine. You don't have to get in shape. Everyone's on Ozempic now, so. That's right.
4: Michael, do you have any thoughts about, like, getting back with an ex? Because Michael was telling us his wife, they had dated oh, yeah. when they were in their early 20s, and then they, you know, went their separate ways and came back together and are
0: married now. Or did you always love your current wife now, even when you were with your other wife? Not in
5: any sort of—I mean, in a broad picture, we were like, we didn't—my wife, Kibi, now— you know, I'm a, I'm a uh, burn the building and the street and the city down type of person. A lot of times when I end relationships, this was the only relationship where it kind of ended in a, even though it didn't, relationships ends always sad, but it was always like we always stayed in in good graces and we were always like loving to each other. But that being said, I mean, it was just timing, you know, it was, you know, this, it was years. It was years and years and years that we, that we weren't together. So, I mean, each situation is different. I mean, I have no problem you know with getting back with people each situation is so specific and different
6: so when you were with your one wife and if you saw your other wife did you like feel any certain way
5: loving very loving but not not anything to be ashamed of or like you yeah, know, I'm,
6: th- I'm talking like chemistry wise like you don't feel that like buzz
5: honestly it's hard to answer that because it's such a long time ago but it just it wasn't it wasn't as complicated you're in a conundrum yeah no shit <laughs> yeah, you're you're in a conundrum, Jackie
6: Jackie. Tell
4: me this if you never saw either one of them again, is there one that
0: you would feel like he's the one that got away?
6: Yes, my current boyfriend for sure.
0: I well have... i think that's your answer yeah. that i think you owe it to him to just be really honest and put it all out there like you have nothing to lose
6: well yeah absolutely but i feel like i deserve more than what he's giving me and if he's not going to give me anymore then that's that anyways yes I agree. But even, if my, even if my ex-boyfriend didn't show up like this still isn't enough for me anyways so it would probably I, you know what i mean I and don't that's know. what needs yeah you got to
4: communicate that to him like if you want to keep me this moves to the next level and if not
0: Cool. Like I got options. <laughs> it's so weird right. that women always have to give men ultimatums. Like I just it's so annoying to have to even do yeah. that. Like I understand your frustration cuz you want it to be a mutual affection. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to worry about whether somebody's going to want you to move in. It should be like you both are like, yeah, we're doing that. We're moving in together. We're in love. So I can understand why you're not feeling that, you know, respect yeah, or I feel want.
6: Like the other person should want it just as much as me. And if he doesn't, then I feel like that's a sign. How old are you? Thirty-six.
0: Oh, okay. So you're, yeah, you're a grown-up, sort of. Yeah,
6: I mean, I've been married, divorced, gone through relationships, therapy, the whole thing. So I'm very, like, I'm very self-aware of what's going on. That's why this messy situation is not like suiting me. Yeah,
4: like I think the advice would be different if you were twenty-five.
6: You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like, I, can't, I can't, I'm not telling like anyone about this. You're the first people I've ever <laughs> talked. Well, about the,
5: the whole so- world's gonna know now. (laughs)
6: Oh, I'm not telling anyone about this. (laughs) We're keeping her video private. We'll keep her video private. Her
0: video won't go up. They'll just hear her voice. So what are we leaving with? (laughs) What are we telling her what to do? I don't fucking know.
6: Tells me I am here for answers. I know, I know. I
0: mean, I I just well, I think first things first. You have to have the conversation with your ex. I mean, with your current boyfriend, you have to have a conversation and go listen. Forget about this little area you're in, this gray area. You're you want black and white. Like, are you guys going to move in together or not? And if you're not, that's fine. You're gonna move on and just let him know that right. you don't have to mention the ex boyfriend. You don't have to threaten him with whom. Just say I'm good, I'm ready to move on if you're not gonna do this and get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Then see yeah. what he says. If the answer is no, I'm not ready, then go great. And then you can go, you have every right to go date your ex-boyfriend and see if that is something that you want. And then I guarantee you this guy is going to come around. And once he loses you, that's what happens in every single relationship. One person leaves and then the other person is like, "Uh, what can I do?
6: I know my ex husband's the same way. Like he still wants to get back together. Well, it sounds like
0: everybody wants to get back together with you.
6: (laughs) Yeah. After they're done. (laughs) Sure. But yeah, I don't know. It's a really hard thing. And I don't want to hurt anybody. That's so Well, don't worry about
0: that. You can't control no. that. You do can't. what you, you want. You have to do what's best for you. Don't worry about hurting anybody. Have the conversation. Are you going to do this? You're going to have the conversation with your current guy and an honest Yeah, one? I
6: already have. Like, we're on, like, a not talking basis for a couple <laughs> days now. So
0: Okay. So when you talk again, have this conversation. Yeah. Yes. Okay? Absolutely. And then
6: like, if you need
4: to go be a hoe, be a hoe and tell us
0: about it. Yeah, totally. Don't feel bad about being a hoe either. be the
6: best thing for me. Who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah. Michael's still licking his lips.
5: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's also, it's also, I, I, I didn't sleep good. But when you guys say go be a hoe, be a hoe, you know, I think that's, I think that's, you know, I think women these days, this is kind of like talked about, but I think it's a lot harder to do it's a lot easier to say than actually do for women to actually go be go be hoes.
6: That's true. That's oh, why I, Jackie I to do it.
5: <laughs> I don't think
6: <laughs> it. <laughs> it might be the easiest thing. Yeah. Rather than relationships.
0: Yeah, it's definitely fun to like have a bunch of guys that you're juggling. That's fun. I've done that in my life before, and I like that feeling because there's no yeah. ties to anyone, and you're just like you can let people know you're not available for anything more serious. And most guys are totally down with that anyway. So,
5: mm-hmm. yep. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Jackie, let us know. Yeah, what keep you us do. posted when you make your fucking decision and make some and take some action, and let us know what happens.
6: I will. Thank you so much. It All right, nice Jackie. You.
0: Sorry, Jackie.
6: <laughs> Bye. That's a stumper. That was
0: all over the shop.
6: What I was like, wait, what?
0: And then she, they're not together. It's like, wait, I don't understand. I was excited when I thought she was having an affair. I i love to listen. This is terrible. I thought you would hate that. That's like clarified so early. I love listening to people talk about affairs. Like, I love on shows when there's affairs. I love it. I don't know why.
4: I, I wanted
5: I would... that too.
0: Oh, damn, I ruined it. Sorry, I, guys. I wanted, that I,
5: I, wanted it, I wanted it more messy. <laughs> yeah. I want some Jerry Springer shit.
4: Come at us with your messy stuff guys well our uh, next caller is lucky lucky says i'm not sure if you'll ever read this but what the hell three months ago i started doing stand-up after i graduated from college in film a lot of my professors told me to go into grad school or some sort of writing program for comedy so i went with the free option of stand-up apparently i'm very good Which is still surprising to me since a lot of my material is me being a lesbian and non-binary, and I live in the closest thing to a city in Montana. A lot of comics in my area I have looked up to have praised and supported me these past three months, and I'm forever grateful. Recently, one even helped me get my first paid guest spot for an upcoming show. The one thing that all the comedians have told me that I should work on is my confidence. Like a lot of comedians, I'm a byproduct of trauma, autism, and Catholic shame, so I can sometimes crumble if my confidence wavers and always have the cadence of someone who's unsure of what they're saying. Even though I'm only going to be on the stage for five minutes, I still want to do really well since there's a guy there who books you more gigs if he likes your stuff. Plus, I want to be good for all the comedians that have supported me and believed in me. How do I gain more confidence in the next two weeks, or at least learn how to fake it? Lucky, and Lucky is twenty three, and Lucky's here with us as well.
0: Hi, Lucky. Hello. Hi, Hello. this is Michael, our special guest today. How Hello. you
5: doing, Lucky? I'm I'm the special guest. Actually, I had it in my contract, Chelsea, to refer to me as very special guest. I ripped so up your I ripped up her. your
0: contract before the uh, pop, uh, podcast started. All right.
5: Anyway, Lucky, I'm supposed to be referred to as the very special guest, but that's all right.
3: Sounds good. I'm just Shit. taking it all in right now.
0: <laughs> Lucky, so you want to build your confidence in two weeks? Yeah. What's it, The two weeks, is that a showcase or something?
3: Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm opening for another comedian who is coming into the only really comedy place we have in Montana. So... Well, I think there's a lot of
0: exercises you can do. Like if you just do shit that scares you for the next two weeks, or you go and just start doing stand-up in front of stores or where people aren't gathered to do stand-up, That that's going to be a way to build your confidence. Extreme situations that you're not comfortable in and putting yourself out there, like standing outside of a grocery store, asking people if they want to hear your material, that would probably build a lot of confidence because there's going to be a lot of rejection and that's also confidence building. It doesn't seem like it works that way, but over time, and over like hits and misses, you do. That is how you build confidence. The only way you're going to build confidence is with more stage time. So I would create that stage time in places where no one's expecting to see comedy so you can have the worst possible scenarios. And that way, when you're in a comedy club, it won't even compare to that.
3: That definitely makes a lot of sense.
5: <laughs> I agree. I think that's a really good advice. I always think it's good advice to to take a deep breath but I think based on where you are and the limited amount of stage time you're going to be able to get, I think that's really good advice that Chelsea gave, even though I'm the the very special guest and I thought I was going to be the person giving great advice. I don't think I could top that, but just relax. I think the most important thing is to just relax and to trust yourself and to trust your instincts. And I know that sounds generic, but that, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all you could do and know your material. And, 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 uh, you know, hopefully you'll, uh, just take a big deep breath before you get up there and have fun. It's comedy. You you if you're not having fun, the, the crowd can't have fun.
0: Yeah, those things are generic, but they're true. The reason why that people say them so frequently is because all of those things are true. You want to be able to be present on stage and be like in the moment and actually enjoying yourself, right? You want to remember each moment and be like secure in that. And the more you remind yourself, I always feel like when you're present and not distracted, like nothing can go wrong. Because you're really in the moment and you're reacting in real time. And yeah, you have your jokes and your material set up, but you've got that. That's what you've got. The other things that you can't control are the things that you can just be present for and be aware of. And I feel like nothing can go wrong when you're really focused and honed in on something, you know? And I would definitely do that. Even go over to your friends' houses, go over to your family's houses and fucking make them listen to you do stand up. Just keep putting yourself in really awkward situations. And I think it'll lend itself to giving you more confidence.
3: Yeah, no, definitely. I I will probably refrain from my parents because they might not like the jokes I have most of the about them. <laughs>
0: but who cares? That's even more, that's even better. Let them be squirm. And that way, you know, that's gonna be awkward. Getting through awkward moments with confidence, you know, that's what you wanna do. And so that's okay.
3: Yeah, I will say this is a very awkward moment for me, so I'm it's a good exercise. Yeah, and
0: by the way, not every comedian has to be the most confident there's a lot of weird comics out there that have like a weird energy about them where they they don't exude confidence michael you would agree with me wouldn't you
5: a hundred percent you don't have to exude confidence but do you think chelsea like some comedians it's almost like a character that they're doing that because i always think like those kinds of comedians whether it's the one that pops into my head who i was thinking about recently and i used to see see him all the time emo phillips you're like this fucking guy seems like he's in pain walking down the street. But yet, to have the balls to go on stage, there has to be a certain amount of confidence. I don't know. I'm just, that's the person that came into my head. But the, there's a lot of people that play that sort of role. But to me, it's sort of like it's a character. Do you think so, Chelsea, or no?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that a lot of people are playing up this kind of persona or character, if you will. But I do think that there's a lot of people, like, there's a difference between stage presence and confidence also. Mm. I think what you really want is stage presence, right? Because it might be part of your comedy that you're not that confident. You right, know, that's true. So I think that's more important to think about, about like commanding a stage and being out there and making sure that nobody's going to trample on you or nobody's going to try and heckle you. Like that's more of a stage presence where you're commanding the the audience's attention. And I think that would probably be a better focus than trying to instill the confidence, because that just comes with time and with time spent on stage. I mean, I stand by doing those exercises still, but, you know, just kind of a delineation of the two words.
5: Lucky, you're getting world-class advice from Chelsea here. That's, like, good shit you're getting here.
3: Yeah, no, this is a very surreal moment for me considering I used to watch Chelsea um, as a kid and why I'm doing this now. So this is a... Um...
5: Good, good. <laughs> Make sure you have fun, Lucky. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. You're not jumping off a cliff. You ain't taking the SAT. You, You know, there's far more things that the ramifications are going to be worse. You've made people laugh before. They're going to laugh again. Just have a good time.
3: Thank you. I I appreciate it so much. And you guys taking the time to tell me all this.
0: Absolutely, honey. We're on your team. We're on Team Lucky. (laughs) Yes. And Uh, what a fantastic name also.
3: Thank you. I chose it myself. I love Uh, it. (laughs) Good for you.
4: Good for you. All right, Lucky Walt, let us know how it goes.
0: And you're going to do great.
3: Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Okay. Take care and try to get out of Wyoming as soon as you can. Okay. Montana, but same thing. <laughs> oh, it is the same thing, actually. <laughs> yes. Bye, Lucky. Bye. God, I can't believe people even have stand-up comedy clubs there. I don't think I've ever right? performed in Montana.
4: I mean, it's just open spaces, really, I think.
0: Uh, you just go out into a field and start telling jokes to the wheat? Or <laughs> what, what's in Montana?
4: Yeah. Uh, there's a ski resort in
0: Montana. That's all I know about Montana. <laughs>
4: We drove across Montana actually last year and it was the weirdest thing. It was super flat and there were just these like you could see storms in the distance, but you just see a column of rain coming from a cloud. It wasn't like the whole, you know, distance was filled with rain. And we wound up driving through one. It was just a downpour. And we drove out the other side in like five minutes. It was the most bonkers weather I've ever seen. It sounds
0: like one of those rain. You know how you see those on social media now? Those like twisters, but they have them over water where they pull up the water. Yes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) I don't want to be on a fucking boat and run into one of those
4: things. No. No, thank you. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back
0: to finish up with Michael and Chelsea. Chelsea Order your Books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to Books.com and use promo code Chelsea, C H E L S E A, for 25% off. That's B O U Q S.com, promo code Chelsea. Tired of
2: hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky, smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence.
0: Hi, it's Chelsea here. If you've noticed that your hair isn't looking as full as it used to, Zion Health is here to help. Zion stands out as the experts in men's and women's hair loss treatments. I didn't realize that up to 50% of women struggle with hair loss which is weird because we need to be talking about that more. Zion has treatments for all stages of life, including for hair loss due to menopause or pregnancy. Zion offers medicated and non-medicated solutions that are developed by dermatologists to maximize the growth and density of your hair. Getting a prescription is simple. Their online consultation platform gives you convenient access to personalized treatment plans. Hair loss gets more and more difficult to treat the longer you wait, so seek help with them soon. Visit xyonhealth.com to get started. That's xyonhealth.com.
6: Me! Focus
1: Features presents Back to Black.
3: I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles.
1: Experience the music and her story.
3: Know like this. I ain't no spy skill.
1: Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen.
3: I want to be remembered
1: just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th.
0: Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like. Adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. needed most To learn more, visit naturesway.com/pearls and use code Chelsea 10 at the checkout for 10 percent off any pearls probiotics. Terms and conditions apply valid through July 31st. And we're back.
4: Well, this is the part of the show, Michael, where we'd like to know if you would like any advice from Chelsea.
5: Yeah. what advice could I ask from Chelsea Handler? <laughs> um... Parenting Advice? Well, my kids are twenty and twenty-two, so they're boys. What the fuck? You got kids, Chelsea? No. You gonna have kids? No, I'm forty-seven.
0: I can't have kids anymore. I hey, hope you not. might
5: Halle bury it. You never know. Oh, I mean, she believe just me, kids. I, she's like fifty-one. No, I'm
0: not fucking pulling any shit like that. I don't like that. I don't like having preg- babies at fifty. I'm not down for that. Do you want any kids? No, I did. If I had, if I wanted kids, I would have had them. I don't have time for that. I'm too selfish. I like my life. I'm not interested in raising anybody or being responsible, you know, having <laughs> to provide them with all the information that comes along with having to parent. First of all, they ask too many fucking questions. That's annoying, you know? <laughs> I mean, I can't even handle all the questions and the incessantness. I, I don't think incessantness is a word, <laughs> but maybe it is. I'll look it up. I'm sure it'll be a word by the end of the week. Yeah.
5: Here's a question I have for you, Chelsea. You're a shit talker. I, I I consider myself a shit talker. I say that with all due respect. How do you maintain your shit talking superpowers in this delicate cancel culture day and age without compromising your shit talking superpowers and your gut instinct to talk shit? Do you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I think the rules are very simple. We're not supposed to be racist and we're not supposed to be sexist. That's it. As long as you're not discriminating against a certain group of people within your shit talking, as you say, then there is no problem. I don't feel like that's such a tall order. I feel like if I don't have to be racist or sexist, that, okay, great, I like parameters. It makes you more clever. And, you know, when you're picking fights with people, make sure you're picking them with the people that you disagree with on a value level. You know, if you're talking about, I mean, we're talking about like Republicans and Trump and and Kanye, like those are pretty big targets and, and, and rightfully so, you know, and deserving of it. So I just think about it in terms like that. It doesn't limit my personality or make me, you know, I mean, we can all be kinder and gentler, but it's not going to take away my, right. my pizzazz or whatever the fuck it is. You know, my ability to call somebody out when they're acting like an idiot, A, or an asshole. And there are also a varying degrees of ways to say those things, you know?
5: Right, right. There, there definitely are varying ways to say things. You know, I choose, I, my persona doesn't allow me, I'm not going to placate and be delicate with these with these people. You know, especially when it's coming at the Jews, because also I have such a um, I don't like the stereotypes, particularly in show business of Jewish men. You know, I do not like them. They're, They're perpetuated. That's part of who I am. It's part of who my family is. But I feel like that's all we get to see for the most part with Jewish men. And I don't like that. I don't like that.
0: Well, I mean, I think those are two separate issues, you know, I mean. I know. I think those, yeah, I just think, listen, nobody wants to be discriminated against and nobody wants to be, you know, be told. That's just like human decency. Like we should evolve, right? We should understand that that's not a pleasant feeling. And I think that, you know, real comedy comes from self-deprecation. Like when you're starting out with yourself, then you can have more leeway to go after other people because you have to be an egalitarian about it, right? And we just can't just handpick certain groups or, I mean, the Jewish thing, the conversation, I mean, we're talking about a couple different things here, but people not standing up for Jewish people, I think you kind of touched upon, which I think a lot of people assume that Jewish people can take care of themselves, which is not helpful and it's a falsehood it's like if you're going to stand up for blm i also read this woman's post yesterday who was saying she was so pissed that all these white people were going up talking about standing up for jews yet where were they for blm and i'm like well wait a second i was we were all right there what are you talking about i mean not all of us but i know i was i know you were i know you were so it's an unfortunate conversation to constantly have but i don't think we're going to move past it until we just get it right We keep rehashing it and rehashing it, and then there's all this resistance to it, and it's like, oh, well, this is limiting my behavior. Like, your personality or your persona, which I would argue is your personality, it's not a persona, that's who you are, you're not... A discriminatory guy. So I don't think that you have that much to worry about. You know what I mean? You're not coming from some nasty place. You're not on Breitbart, if that's still up and running. Hopefully not. You know, I don't I don't look at you like, oh, you're going to have to watch what you say. And I don't think I have to watch what I say because I'm not a fucking idiot. You know, I know better. Like, when you know better, you do better, as Oprah says. (laughs) Um, But it's true. It's like, oh, we're all educated on it now. You know, like, let's just behave in a little bit more mindful way, especially with the shit that's going on. I like to put out good vibes, but I'm not going to be soft ever. I'm always going to be a cunt. Like, that's part of my DNA.
5: Right, I got you. That's good, I like that.
0: I mean, this whole episode was all over the shop, I think. (laughs) You know what I mean? We had calls that were making sense, predicaments that aren't making sense, conversations that are circular, but whatever. I mean, it's a good fucking day at work then, isn't it? Yeah. Just to be more confused than when we started.
5: (laughs) Yeah, we solved nothing. We
0: didn't solve anything today. This was a hot mess, but I love you, Michael Rappaport. I love you, you're entertaining. You're entertaining, that's my Brooklyn accent. You're entertaining, and everybody needs to follow Michael on Instagram. Is it at Michael Rappaport or the Michael yeah, 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 At Michael yeah. Rappaport. At Michael Rappaport. And also you have a new podcast coming out, right?
5: Yeah, well, it's not new, but yeah, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast.
0: Oh, okay. On iHeart, right?
5: On iHeart. Yeah, I love doing it. And it's uh, it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. We've been doing it for a while now, and, and it's it's a good time.
0: Okay, so he has a podcast. It's called I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. That, you can find that on iHeart. He's also on tour doing live shows, and all tickets and dates are available at com. So follow him on Instagram. Go buy tickets to his show. I'd like to see you perform live. That would be funny. Maybe then you guys can
5: meet in person.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to meet in person. I'll go look at your dates and see if you're going to be around wherever I'm going to be around.
5: You're touring now too, right?
0: Yeah, I'm wrapping up my tour, so I'm just doing the weekends.
5: Oh, good. Are you having fun?
0: I am. I am. I mean, I'm excited to take a break from stand-up after this. I'm just doing the last, like, I think I have, like, 20 dates left. So, yeah, I always have fun on the road. I mean, it's nice. You know, now I have to come up with a new hour because I just shot my special. And so, yeah, now I'll use these dates to come up with new material. So I'm like, fuck, I don't have time to be writing fucking material. I mean, I do, but I'm not writing it. So I've got to just really start thinking.
5: That's cool. Okay, I can't wait to hear it.
0: All right. Well, I'll see you soon, Michael. Thanks so much.
5: Anytime, I appreciate it. This was fun, you guys. And uh, thank you for having me, you guys. And and hopefully, uh, we will meet in real life soon.
0: Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Bye, Bye. Bye. So, I am winding up my stand up tour. Vaccinated and hoarding is coming to a screeching halt at the end of the year. I have my last dates coming up. And these are the last opportunities you have to also buy merch from the website, ChelseaHandler.com. If you want vaccinated and horny merch or captain's hats that say, we're the captains now for women only. Our t-shirts for men in your family that say, I'm sorry, because they should be. I only have a few dates left. I'm going to Rockford, Illinois, Minneapolis, Rosemont, Illinois, two shows in Tampa, a show in Fort Myers, Florida, Daytona Beach, Hollywood, Florida Concord, New Hampshire Worcester, Mass Wilkes-Barre Pennsylvania Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania There, I said it And then San Diego And Riverside, California And then Baltimore, Maryland And then my very last date Is December 16th in Reading, Pennsylvania. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, you can subscribe to Dear Chelsea. That is our podcast. And you can rate us if you want. Yeah, that's a great idea. It actually makes a huge
4: difference for this podcast, for any podcast that you like. Subscribing, giving it a rating actually make a huge difference in who all it gets served to and helping spread the word.
0: Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Subscribe and 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 comment. Yeah,
4: and follow. I'm trying to find what our rating is. So if you'd like advice from Chelsea, just send us an email at DearChelseaPodcast at gmail.com. Dear Chelsea is a production of iHeartRadio, executive produced by Nick Stump, produced by Katherine Law, and edited and engineered by Brad Dickert.
2: Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control?
0: We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash chelsea.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God,